Hi everyone. Hi everyone. Today we will be covering Psalm 94 verses 1 through 2 reads, O Lord God of vengeance, O God of vengeance, shine forth, rise up, O judge of the earth, repay to the proud what they deserve. Now this is the lament of all who are subject to evil. Verse 1 addresses God directly, O Lord God of vengeance, and this vengeance includes a vindication of the righteous. When will you judge and repay and give what the evil deserve? And when will there be punishment? And it says in verse 4, they pour out their arrogant words, the evil doers boast. So then it transitions to how long, how long shall the wicked exult? And obnoxiously, because God doesn't seem to be responding, we read in verse 7, they, the evil doers, say that the Lord does not see, does not perceive. And in verse 9, we read, he who planted the ear, does he not hear? He who formed the eye, does he not see? There is this obnoxious mocking of God. But as the expression goes, God's silence is not his surrender. I think we find it hard when evil is allowed to run rampant and we can wonder how long or why, O oh Lord. We might even feel a, a degree of self-righteousness, but that is a turn that we must not make. Our hearts can suddenly shift and our lament can turn into resentment. So when situations seem unjust and an immediate course correction is not made by God and, and we find ourselves grumbling, what it reveals is our impatience and insistence on our own timetable and perhaps simply our desire to make restitution. And of course, what's in view here is evil that is on the scale of nations. Most likely, uh, we have plenty of examples of that today. All the injustices that uh, plague humanity from racism to ethnocentric genocides. So we might go, how long? Where is God in this picture? So what happens? Uh, because God doesn't seem to be responding right away, we take matters into our own hands and impulsively seek revenge. That would not be, of course, an act of faith. We can learn from this psalm that even in our response to perceived evil, that we can overreach, overly rely on our own judgment, then how should one respond? Through trust in God. His silence does not mean that he has abandoned us or is clueless to our situation. We read in verse 14 and 15, For the Lord will not forsake his people. He will not abandon his heritage. For justice will return to the righteous, and all the upright in heart will follow it. It just means we're limited. And perhaps in the face of the evils of our day, um, all the injustices we see emanating in our world and manifesting in our own hearts and our, through our own choices, um, to rather than try to respond in this impulsive seeking revenge kind of way, to respond with humility, recognizing as God does in verse 11, the Lord knows the thoughts of man, that they are um, but a breath, which is a charitable way of saying we're not very deep, our thoughts are shallow, our opinions ultimately airy, and narrowly focusing on the superficial realities. So to respond rather in a humble acknowledgement, a dependence in God, especially when you feel so right, to respond rather, what else, what is true about ourselves, what is true about God. So whenever disorienting times hit, rather than to immediately respond emotionally, let's rather instead humbly go to him, be open to learn about ourselves, about others, even those who have been the perpetrators and gain wisdom as I understand what is true. This psalm shows a blessing of patience and trust in God. Verse 12, Blessed is the man whom you discipline, O Lord, and whom you teach out of your law. In other words, as we respond to whatever present trouble in faith and we're receptive to what we can learn from the situation, I think we'll be corrected. We'll be corrected towards ourselves and we'll learn more deeply about the situation through God's word. Psalms 94, 17 through 19 says, If the Lord had not been my help, my soul would soon have lived in the land of silence. When I thought my foot slips, 
your steadfast love, O Lord. Help me up when the cares of my heart are many. Your consolations cheer my soul. So it says, when we wait on God in sober reflection and answer perhaps the question, what else is true? The response will be one of gratitude. We are brought back to God's character. If the Lord had not been my help, my soul would have lived in the land of silence. When I slipped, your love held me up. When I was anxious, you consoled me and cheered my soul. Such a beautiful affirmation of who God is, and we need to do this regularly. We can do no worse than begin with the statement, If the Lord had not been my help, my life would have been blank. I think we can go back to our testimony. Indeed, where would we be if God had not rescued me? What kind of life would I have been living? What hedge of protection has God, the church, the gospel offered me? And hasn't this been true that as I reflect back all those times that I was in need, his love held me up, either through a friend, some timely word, some encouraging response from someone you were ministering to. I think it's important to do this as a psalmist does, especially in the face of, at times, overwhelming burdens, cares of the heart, it says, often from ministry and even injustices. Verse 23 reads, He will bring back on them their iniquity and wipe them out for their wickedness. The Lord our God will wipe them out. The final verses answer the question of how long shall the wicked? Sounds harsh, but what is presumed here is that is a people who refuse to repent. In the end, God will mete out justice. But even if that doesn't happen in this life, we can take solace in verse 22. But the Lord has become my stronghold and my God, the rock of my refuge. May we experience the Lord being our stronghold, that safe haven and refuge when the forces on the outside are arrayed against us as we seek to do God's will. In the final analysis, we can be assured that God is in control, that he will be faithful in the end. Let's entrust then our life, our present circumstances, often at odds with our life of serving God into his hands, that we may experience him being our stronghold and the rock of our refuge. Amen. Amen. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.